Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. I am back with part two of how to become a masterful delegator in your business. And this week we are talking about the five practical ways to let go of control in your business. If you have not already listened to the previous episode, that's episode 32, I spoke about the five mindset shifts to make in order to let go of control in your business. Start with that episode if you haven't already listened to it, because it's going to give you those really big mindset shifts to help you go from being the person who is always doing all of the things in your business to the person who is leading your business and leading your team. And then come back over to this episode because we're going to go straight into my practical tips and strategies so you can start delegating more and especially letting go of control. Something that I think is incredibly normal is that we can be really great at delegating tasks, really specific tasks to our team. Do this thing, download this document, visit this website, schedule this thing, and we give them just specific things to do. But we're holding all of the keys within ourselves. We're holding the bigger picture. We're holding the process. We are holding all of the other pieces, which means we're still making a lot of decisions about our business every single day. And while we should be making decisions about our business every single day as CEOs, as leaders, we don't need to be making all of the minuscule decisions that are just taking up our time. This is absolutely something that gets easier the longer you work with people in your team and the more you get to know them. But having the mindset of, well, where can I delegate some authority and responsibility as well as delegating the hands-on tasks is really going to serve you. All right, into the practical tips and tools. So the first thing when it comes to delegating is that it is okay to start small. If you have never had somebody working in your business before, starting small is absolutely the way to go. And for this reason, I often don't recommend that anybody's first hire in business be an online business manager. I usually recommend you work with a virtual assistant first so that you can get really comfortable to delegating tasks and delegating responsibility before bringing an OBM into your team. Because as an OBM, we're expecting you to hand over quite a bit of responsibility. And if you're not prepared to do that, it's really going to be hard to nurture that relationship and grow together. So start small. Start with the things that you know you want to outsource. So this might look like hiring a bookkeeper. 
This might look like hiring a graphic designer or a web designer, or it might look like hiring a virtual assistant for a really specific role within your business. Maybe it is to create social media graphics or repurpose content. Maybe it is to do your customer service emails, but you're being really, really specific with these tasks. You do not need to go out and hire somebody who is going to be part-time or full-time in your business. You can hire somebody for a couple of hours a week just to help you start learning how to become a great delegator. This is a really great place to start is by just doing a couple of things and a couple of things that you're really comfortable with. From there, and certainly this is something I see to be really true in the agency, is that people will come to us, we'll have discovery calls, and they're incredibly focused. They have a really small list of like, this is what I need support with. And then within a couple of weeks, usually just sort of towards the end of that first month, there's almost this shift in realization of like, oh, this feels really nice to be supported in this way. And also, I'm learning about my team member. I'm really happy with the way that we're working what else can I give you? What else can I delegate? How else can I utilize my time and my hours? So starting small is going to give you that level of security that you're not handing over too much of your business, too much of yourself to somebody else to do, but it's also just going to help build up that muscle, build up that confidence that you can delegate and it's not all going to go wrong. (laughs) The second thing when it comes to letting go of control in your business is you really do need to prepare This isn't something that just happens overnight. This is definitely something that takes preparation, whether you are talking about hiring for the first time and working with your first virtual assistant or whether you're just ready, you're coming into into 2023 and you're ready to hand over more to your team, more responsibility, more autonomy more tasks. It takes a little bit of preparation on your behalf. So The first thing I would recommend you do as the leader in your business is to do a time audit on yourself. You can use a time tracker, you can use a pen and paper, whatever works for you, but make note of where you're spending your time and then come back to it so you can objectively review, is this the best use of my time? So audit everything, spend a week writing down everything you do, how long it takes you, And also a bit about how you feel about these tasks. Is it draining you? Is it exciting you? What's going on when you actually do the tasks? Now that you've got that list, I want you to go through and highlight the things that you and only you can do in your business. So for example, you might be the only person coaching in your business. You don't want to work with support coaches. You want to be the only one working directly with your clients. You cannot hand over coaching time. That absolutely has to stay on your schedule. You might be the one filming video content in your business. That's not something you can hand over. You're very much the face of your business. The same might be true if you're creating a podcast. The same should be true of your thought leadership in whatever platform it is, whether it's video or audio or written content. We don't necessarily want to hand all of that over because we still want it to be our ideas, our thoughts, the things that we know to be true in our industries so that we can create content that really connects with our audiences. It might be your sales process where you see yourself really strongly in that sales process and you don't want to bring in an appointment setter or a closer or anything like that because you want to be the one having all of those conversations. Figure out what are the things that you need to do as CEO that you cannot delegate to everyone else or anyone else. And then you're going to have a list of additional tasks that you no longer need to be doing. Now, looking at that list of tasks, are there things that just need to go? 
are there shitty tasks that are just taking up time and energy that actually just don't need to be done in business? Or you can maybe delegate to somebody who can find a better process or an automated process for you. Are you just delegating these tasks to your team to fill hours, but they're actually not productive for your business? Be really critical here, right? Sometimes we can feel like we're wasting money on team because we can't see what we're getting out of it. And often that's because we've given really shitty tasks to begin with. So be really critical about the things that you are going to delegate to your team. And then with the task list you have left, the things that you know now are not for you. They do need to happen, but they could definitely be done by somebody else. What skills are you looking for? What skills does somebody need to do those tasks? And who on your team has them? Or are there gaps in my team that I need to hire for or fill? So maybe you've been doing your video editing and you've decided it's taking too long. It's not the best use of your time as CEO. You want to delegate it. But right now your VA doesn't have video editing skills. So you've got some options. You could hire another person into your team, a video editor specifically. Maybe it's a broader role around content creation. You can play with what that looks like. Another option is that you might want to pay for your team member to go through some sort of training if they are interested in learning and you're interested in supporting them to do that. That's a really great option as well. So what are the skills that you need? Who in the team has them? Or how am I going to bring those skills into the business? From there, you're going to be really well placed to delegate effectively within your team. The third step is to delegate with autonomy. So this means handing over as much of the process as you can. And again, this gets easier the longer that you work with people. It's really hard to do in those early stages where you're both just figuring out each other. You're waiting to see what their quality of work is like. They're figuring out how you like to be communicated with or how you brief things. But when you delegate tasks, especially to experienced or more senior team members, think about how you can give them the full task the full process, the end-to-end map. So for example, for me, what this looks like working with my clients is we will have a conversation. We usually have fortnightly catch-ups. We might talk about an upcoming launch. The client will give me their vision. Again, coming back to that point of your role as CEO to be in holding the vision, the client will share their vision with me. And from there, the rest of the process is handed over for me to manage. Now, this is an unrealistic expectation to put on a virtual assistant. (laughs) Let me get that out of the way first and foremost. But if you do have a senior team member, if you do have an OBM in your team, if you do have somebody who is at that sort of project management level, let them take the full picture and come back to you. Let them take your idea and turn it into an action plan and come back to you with what they need. You don't have to be the one that is always figuring out everything and delegating specifics. It is okay with a virtual assistant to delegate a research task or a question task that might look like, hey, I'm finding it really clunky to schedule one to one clients at the moment. Can you do some research around what other platforms are out there? Or, hey, I'm looking for a more efficient way to schedule my social media content. Do you have any ideas? Can you take this over? And again, we want to be really clear in our communication here. Do you want them to come back to you? with some options, present you with a plan. What does it look like? So they know what the boundaries are. You're comfortable with what's going to happen next. But it also means that, again, you're not holding every little picture or process (laughs) for your business yourself. Which ties really nicely to point number four. And this is to 
be a really great oversharer. Be a really great oversharer in business, especially when you're briefing tasks to your team. The more context and information you can give them the first time, the easier it's going to be for them to look after that end-to-end process to do things the way that you want them. Sometimes we can delegate tasks and get an outcome. Let's say we've delegated the creation of a graphic and we get it back and we're really unhappy with how it looks. It's often because we haven't shared enough information. So that might look like including the copy you want. It might look like including examples of other designs you like. It might just look like making sure your team member has your current brand guidelines. All of these little pieces are part of delegating really, really well and giving really clear expectations to your team so that they can deliver for you. Again, this gets easier with time. The longer your team work with you, the less they need this level of detail. But if you're just getting started or you're coming from a place where you have struggled to delegate because you feel like you don't get the outcomes you want, this is a real place to focus on being an oversharer, giving lots of information to your team so that they are fully equipped with everything they need to go back and create what it is you need from them or complete what it is you need from them. The final thing that is really going to change the game for how you delegate is to give great feedback. So this is something that I have absolutely been guilty of. I've delegated a task to a team member. Let's say again, we'll use this Canva graphic design because I think it's a really common one. (laughs) Certainly it's a really common one we see within the agency. I've delegated the design to a team member. They've sent it back to me and I've been unhappy with it. So I've just fixed it myself. And it might be something big or it might be just some little things, but I've just done it myself again, feeding into that story of like, it's just easier if I do it. But if we don't tell our team how we would like things done differently, they can't improve, right? They can't do it differently. If I'm just constantly going in and following my team around and cleaning up behind them, they're never going to get any better, right? Whereas when I can say, hey, thank you so much for sharing this with me. Here's three changes I would like. My team is learning, My virtual assistant is starting to understand more about how I want my carousels to look. My virtual assistant is starting to understand more about how I like to write my content. My virtual assistant is starting to understand more about how I like things set up in Asana because we're giving feedback. Again, it can feel like this is going to take time. It can feel like maybe it's time we don't have. And sometimes that might be true. Sometimes you might get something back and you just need to, you know, again, content, you might need to publish it. You don't have time to go back and forth again, especially if your VA is only working a couple of hours a week. They might not be online, all of these different things. So you might just have to make those changes yourself so that you can get it done. That's okay, And you can still give them the feedback. Hey, these are the three changes I made before I published it. Hey, I've tracked changes in this document so you can see the edits I made to the content, just so you know for next time. Hey, I recorded a Loom video just to explain why I made the changes that I did, but you did a really great job. Let me know if you have any questions. Sharing this type of feedback really empowers our team to, again, get really good at their jobs so that they can support you more and more and more. All right. You have all the tools at your hands to get really, really good at delegating. And I cannot overstate enough how much becoming a really great delegator is important to the growth and success of your business, because the alternative is going to be you working 80 hours a week, trying to do all the things, probably not doing all of them great. And you're going to get so burnt out and you're going to get really resentful of your business. And we are not here to do that. We are here to grow really big businesses. We are here to become world-class CEOs. We are here to lead our team and our people and our clients 
And the best way you can do that is to stop holding it all to yourself. Come join me over on Instagram if you want to continue the conversation about becoming an incredible delegator. It's at the virtual chapter and I will see you again next time.